Did you know you can support your local independent bookstore and me in my efforts to promote books that feature women in aviation by shopping for your next aviatrix read on the Literary Aviatrix website? I built the website to serve as a central source to search and find books featuring women in aviation, and it was important to me to offer you the opportunity to buy from independent sellers. If the book you're interested in is available on bookshop.org, you'll find a link to purchase through my affiliate account on my website, which means I'll receive a small portion of the sale to support the content you love. Blue skies and happy reading. Writer's Room, I'm Liz Booker. In the book portion of my interview with Amber Smith, the author of Danger Close, she talks about how getting outside of her comfort zone to attend graduate school gave her the confidence to write. In this portion, we go more in-depth on what the writing process looked like for her, the editing process, and book promotion. Well, so let's talk a little bit more about the writing. Um, you talked about how going to grad school uh, gave you the confidence to write and you and how you kind of came to the decision to write a memoir. But what did that process look like for you? Like, um, how long did it take you? And how did you figure out how to produce a memoir? Tell me more about that. So I had, you know, a memoir is completely different than writing a piece of fiction. Um, the, the story is already there. You just have to figure out how to put it down on paper and, and paint the picture. I really wanted to preserve my voice in my story. That was very important for me. But I guess like the way I started it was um, with a chapter outline. So that's really gives you like the, the story arc and the story, which turns like your your experience into a story, you could say. And that's really what I did. Um, it changed very little from what I started with, actually, to how the book was finalized um, in terms of a chapter. I think I ended up adding one chapter that wasn't included in my original chapter outline. And I knew I wanted to basically have almost like three parts, like a training section, um, Iraq and then Afghanistan. And then from there, I, some writers are able to sit down at their computer every day and write a certain amount of words. I could not do that. It, some days I would sit there and stare at my computer screen and type the, like that was about it. And then other days I would write 4,000 words and I would just like knock out a chapter and I would be like, where on earth did that come from? Um, but it was just like, I honestly, like I had to wait for it to be in my head to be able to put it, you know, on, on, onto paper. And so it was frustrating. I think I, at times when I just like, couldn't articulate it the way that I wanted it to be, Um, so you had to have a lot of patience and a lot of rewrites and I did, um, 
I didn't write it in sequence. Like I would write the hardest chapter or the hardest section for me to write of the book was the Iraq section. And honestly, I did that last, I do believe. I Afghanistan was very easy for me to write. And that's probably because that timeline wise was most recent to me. Um, and then Iraq, I just struggled with writing. Um, and honestly, because the, it was like, it was very, Iraq was a very challenging time for me. Um, so I think that was just harder for me to get that out. But then the editing process was also a challenge because you are so attached to your story that, and you have other people reading it and being like, no, you know, you need to expand on these parts. And the way you describe this doesn't make sense or, or something like that. And you're like, it's just like, you're not as flexible because it's your own story, I think. And so that was it. I, I thought the revision process was harder than actually like writing the book. And who were you doing that with? How did, how did you access, you know, critical feedback and editing? So my publisher is um, Atria from Simon and Schuster. It's an imprint of Simon and Schuster. And so I had an editor um, basically that, you know, like oversees the book process and, um, you have deadlines that you have to meet and, and all of that. Um, so you just have like, kind of like a close working relationship and it's, you know, you just have to be honest and what was challenging for me. And I knew this was going to be difficult was, um, and, and this was actually a, a positive that I had an editor that had no military or aviation experience. And I wanted my book to be readable for someone just like her. Like she had no military experience. Um, I wanted uh, people with interest, um, but no background in with what I had still be able to read it and like not get into the first chapter and be like, I have no idea what she's saying. It's so technical that I'm not going to read anymore. So I wanted to make sure that the, the way that I wrote the book was in a language that explained what was going on, but also that everybody could kind of understand. So I wanted to write it in a way that people with aviation, you know, wouldn't get annoyed that the language that I wrote it in, but also people who didn't have that background would be able to understand and, and want to read further. So that was a challenge for me because often I would just write very technically. And then it was great feedback that they would be like, this is way too technical. You know, nobody's going to have any idea what you're talking about here. And I would be like, what, what, what are you talking about? Like I just explained it, but then I would realize that no, that's because it's my world and it makes sense, you know, in my head because I, I lived in that world for so long. So it was good for me to be able to, um, to think past that. I will say that uh, a lot of people were very grateful for the glossary. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I say the military is its own language and even Absolutely. within the branches, even yeah, within no. the different branches of the military is, is yeah. different. Totally. So you mentioned that you had a publisher. How did you come to that publisher? So I uh, have an agent, a literary agent, um, who was interested in my story. Like I said, at the time, I'm sure it's different now. At the time, there were very few women aviators who were writing about combat experience. And so I had some friends who had written books and just, and just thought that I had a unique story to tell. 
and um, got connected with my agent and went from there. So how did you find your agent? Uh, so, so through um, other authors that I, uh, friends that I had. Okay. And they connected you. That's great. Mm-hmm. Way to use your, your network there. Um, so how has publishing the book changed your life? You know, when I got out of the military, it was very much my identity, what I had done all of my adult life. Um, and writing my book really, I think, allowed me to, to view it as a chapter in my life instead of my life. Do, does that make any sense? Uh, it totally makes sense. Um, and I it, didn't really view it as that um, initially, but writing the book did help me realize that. Like it was, it was a chapter in my life where I'm, I'm incredibly grateful for it. That experience made me who I am today. But uh, yeah, so it definitely helps me, helps me there. And it helps me go like revisit some of my service stories that I don't know if I ever would have if I hadn't written the book. And I got to get reconnected with a lot of my pilots when I interviewed them for the book that I had flown with. So that was nice to get back in touch with everybody and just the entire writing process. I'm going to hopefully be writing more books. And uh, so, yeah, did a lot for me. How does it feel, you know, we're what, five, six years after publication and what, 10 years after you got out of the army? 11. 11 years after you're out of the army. And, but this book is now like it's forever and I wanted to talk to you about it. How does that, I mean, it's a little bit of, it's a little bit of pressure. I remember when I was writing the book, uh, you know, exactly what you said, like once this is out there, it's forever. Um, and so you do, when you write a book, ultimately, like you have pressure from editors and other people having an agenda around your book. And I sort of refused to let that happen because I was like, ultimately my name is the one that's on this book and it's stays with me forever. So I wanted to make sure that it was in my voice. My book had zero agenda. It was my story. And some criticism that I've had is that people were like, well, you didn't address, um, you know, the problems that are associated with, um, females in the military, like sexual harassment and the chain of command. And I'm like, okay, like, don't push your agenda on me. That's not what my book was about. My book was my story. I don't need to put political agendas into my book. Well, did you experience those things? uh, Sexual harassment and having to deal with the chain of command in that context? Oh, no, 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 no. Obviously, I, what I experienced, what is in my book. There you Um, go. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, I, I kind of, and, and my point to all of that is I wrote what happened um, and I left it up to the reader to decide what they think it was. If, if it was my age, if it was my gender, if it was whatever, um, that was up for the reader to interpret. I can, I didn't want to sit there in my, my one chance to tell my memoir and make it be about that. I wanted to tell my story and that's what I wanted the focus to be on. And it wasn't that, but some people felt that that 
should have been what my book was about, even though that wasn't my experience. (laughs) Well, good for you. Good for you for sticking to it. That's awesome. What advice do you have beyond all of the things that you just said about, you know, maintaining your own voice, maintaining your own story? What advice do you have for any women, particularly in the military, but in any part or space of aviation who, you know, are considering doing a memoir? What have you learned along the way that you would definitely want them to know? Uh, Writing a book is like a super long-term project that is multi-year project. And so you really have to want it. If you want to write a book, you have to want it. And you're going to have to get out of uh, your comfort zone. Um, There are uh, options. um, Like if you're not going to go the regular publishing, like big house publishing route, there are so many more ways now with like hybrid publishers and self-publishing that are ways for you to tell your story, get your book out there. So if you want to do it, then do it. Don't let a publisher who turns you down be the reason you don't write your book. Write it and just do a different publishing um, avenue. You know, both have their pros and their cons. So just just find a way. But I would say you have to like know who your audience is, who you want to be reading your book. There's so many resources out there that are helpful but you have to do your research. You have to learn. This is a learning process. At some point, it's the first time everyone's ever written a book and you're going to learn a whole lot. So I would just say, like, don't expect it to be an overnight process. I know no one literally does, but it's it's going to be like probably years if you get it to the point. Um, you're going to have a document and then you're just going to sit there and perfect it and perfect it. And per- like, you're constantly editing it and to the point where you're going to get so sick of your book. (laughs) Like I still have not like read my book since I wrote it, like since my final revision and it was like finalized and then published because you will go through it so many times that you were just like, I'm done once it's finally done. I am sure of that. Oh my gosh. And then, so tell me a little bit about publicity. Um, How did that work for you? So obviously social media is a huge platform that you can use these days to promote really anything. And so start working on those, I would say. Did, did the publisher do any of it for you or were you on your own? Uh, no, the publisher, the pub, my publisher has like a marketing section that sends, you know, your book out to different review journals and to, to review it that are helpful. And then, actually during like launch week and all of that, I'm sure there's like a media plan that they do, but anybody can do their own media plan. If um, it's just like, if you write an op-ed about sh- like something in the news that you can then connect to a book that's coming out or in your byline, it will say that you're the author of whatever, all of that will help. Um, when people see it, hopefully it will drive traffic having a website is, is great. Even if it's just kind of like a landing page where people can see that you're an author and what your book's about and a link to, you know, whoever, wherever it's being sold. So absolutely. You can write the best, most amazing book in the world, but if nobody knows that it exists, then nobody's going to read it. So um, promoting it is, is necessary. 
Yeah, I'm going to be interviewing um, next month a book publicist too. So that's another option. Uh, you know, you can hire somebody who mm-hmm. is expert in that. So if you're, especially yeah, if you're absolutely. self-published, that's another that's thing. A good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's so nice to meet well, you. Thank I'm you. so happy for your success all around. Thank and you. Thank you. Thank I look you. forward I really to what you, that. whatever you're going to write next. Yeah, absolutely. I've got a couple projects in the works, so. Okay. Well, we'll they're different. Talking. They're different, but they're they're a lot of fun. So, yes, okay. I hope you like them. I look forward to reading them. Thank you, Amber. Enjoy your family. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. You too.